0: to business with Bobby Kerr, brought to you by Bank of
1: Ireland on News Talk.
2: So now with Halloween just around the corner, we thought it'd be the perfect time to get the thoughts of those in business of all things ghosts, go- goblins, witches, ghouls, and as it happens, pumpkins. delighted to be joined uh, to discuss uh, various aspects of a Halloween business. Uh, Ronan O'Brien is from the Costume Shop. Uh, Ie. Caroline Whelan is the creator of the Galway Pumpkin Patch and Carl O'Connor is the owner and creative director of The Nightmare Realm. So you're all very welcome to the programme. Ronan, we might start with you from the costume shop. Tell us a little bit about your business and what this time of year means to you?
1: So we're Ireland's largest online costume business and uh, obviously with Halloween everybody's dressing up. So it really is one of these businesses that's so seasonal and so scalable all of a sudden everybody wants to wait to the last minute and then get their costumes. So even at this stage of a bank holiday we're still delivering until uh, if you order before three we'll be able to deliver tomorrow around Dublin and Kildare. So it's non-stop but we're literally delivering hundreds of thousands of costumes and a lot of joy to kids and adults.
2: And if you look at your, uh, your overall business how important is Halloween in that calendar, in terms of, of turnover and profit.
1: It's absolutely huge, yeah. About 80% of, of the costumes we ship will be shipped in a two and a half week period. Is that right? Uh, yeah, so wow. it, it, it very much is. You spend the whole year, you are starting production in a kind of February, March. You're already working out what people want, but they don't know until the day before Halloween or the day before they buy, at least. Um, so it's it's a very um, algorithm-based and technical um, solution to something that that's, seems very simple on okay. the surface.
2: Our next guest is Carl O'Connor. He's the owner and creative director of The Nightmare Realm. Now, Carl, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. I actually visited The Nightmare Realm a couple of years ago. I think it was in the RDS at the time.
3: You did. You braved it way back
2: when we were a lot,
3: lot smaller. So you did.
2: Now, tell us about the business. And first of all, tell us what you offer.
3: Yeah, so the Nightmare Realm is a is a business that's going with 13 years, where a Halloween scare attraction, I suppose, is what you would <laughs> call it term. in its uh, <laughs> in its uh, simplest form. But it's something that's been growing over the last number of years, and we're certainly uh, moving into more of a festival style event where people are allowed to be on site for you know an hour and a half, two hours, um, go to different mazes and basically celebrate Halloween at the Nightmare Realm. Um, it's something that we feel very very passionate about. It's it's not just about scaring people it's about entertaining people where is it located this year so this year we're in the the famous uh, historic city market um, just off Capel street uh, an absolutely amazing venue um, built in the 1800s That's the old
2: fruit market the
3: old fruit and veg yeah, market yeah. Well. What, yeah what a location what a location yeah,
2: scary as hell I'd it's say.
3: scary enough as it <laughs> is
2: <laughs> all right our third guest is Caroline Whelan she's the creator of the Galway Pumpkin, Pumpkin Patch hello Caroline How how are you? Good afternoon, Bobby. How are you now? Are you out on the site, surrounded by pumpkins, there in West Galway? Well, in South Galway, which you believe,
0: yeah, we are on a uh, site indeed. Today is the sixth, seventh day of our event. So we started on the seventh and eighth. We just open at the weekends, Bobby. So we started the seventh and eighth of October, um the fifteenth and sixteenth last weekend. And we're open today, tomorrow, and the bank holiday, Monday. So we're doing a nine-day run, I think, this year. So, yeah, I'm sitting here now, and thankfully, the sun is shining. We've had a few um, fairly hairy days. The Wild Atlantic Way has lived up to its name without a shadow of a doubt. But thankfully, the weather has come good now this afternoon, and people are out and about and enjoying themselves, and it's lovely to see.
2: And tell us Caroline what exactly is the experience that people would uh would, would 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 enjoy when they come to visit the pumpkin patch what what actually happens there
0: Okay so obviously we have a lot of pumpkins but the pumpkin is only really the the bit at the end, I suppose, the kind of token bit at the end. Uh, We have lots of games for kids set up. So we have things like bowling and crazy golf and ring the bull and limbo and loads of old fashioned games that maybe people used to play one time but are not so much played as much anymore. We also have a playground then for kind of toddler or preschooler age with mud kitchens and excavation areas and tire tunnels and that sort of thing. And then we've loads of little setups in for pictures because people love to take pictures, especially for, you know, Instagram nowadays. We're very much become Great. the WhatsApp and Instagram generation. We've loads of little setups in where people can come and take little cute pictures with the pumpkins and that. We also have farm animals, which are probably the biggest hit of the whole thing, to be honest. We have um, goats. Chickens, um, I'm trying to think actually what else. We have a lovely Shetland pony and we have some unusual breeds of sheep which kids just love because I Great. suppose I grew up on a farm in the west of Ireland and I kind of take that for granted, but a lot of children obviously don't nowadays and they love to get up and close um, with the animals.
2: All right, well, stand by because uh, I was trying to get into the spirit of things. So yesterday uh, I actually. Uh, went out and visited a, a costume shop at the fun place here in Stevens Green. Have a listen to this. Now with Halloween looming, last minute shoppers are pounding the pavement and scouring the internet to find the perfect costume to celebrate this spooky time of year. I've taken a short stroll down to the fun place joke shop here in the Stevens Green Centre to see the weird and wonderful costumes they have in store. and I'm delighted to be joined now by the Brand manager for Fun Place, Orla Gilson. And Orla, how are you?
4: Doing great, thanks, Bobby. How are you?
2: Now, we better describe the scene here. There's people for as far as you can see, uh, there's queues out around the block, people are. They're, they're here in their in their droves, and it's not even Halloween yet. This is busy.
4: Oh, listen, it's crazy. It's been kind of ramping up for the last month, and I'd say for the last five days, we have just been literally out the door. It's The queues are going all the way around the shopping centre. Uh, there's huge excitement. It's getting to the stage now where it's like people are just getting anything. doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> so you're set here on two floors in the Stephens Green Shopping Centre. Tell me about, what are, are people buying? Are people renting? what's happening what are people what's the business here
4: so our business is we sell uh, Halloween uh, costumes um props we have masks we have all makeup and special effects everything that you need for Halloween yeah. so yeah there's everything here right.
2: like it seems to me today that it's almost about queue management uh, that you have a lot of people outside talking to people in the queues were you anticipating this level of business
4: so Yeah, in one way, but like it's totally even ramped up since last year. And last year we didn't think it could get any busier, so it is. There's a lot of queue management, and we have to. We've got a guy at the door, kind of letting people in and out, you know. And uh, but people are being great, and everyone's excited and talking about what they're going to and their parties. So.
2: Um, tell me about what's popular this year. What are people? What are people looking for? Um, we're standing here beside all sorts of ghoulish <laughs> heads and masks and really scary stuff. But what do, typically do people want, or what are people looking for?
4: Yeah. So there's always the traditional. So people love the witch and the vampire and all those kind of really cool gothic st- things. Then you've always got like Chucky and um, Michael Myers. You know those kind of things. Um, generally, people want dark and scary things um, more so than the kind of funny thing so that's the way I like it I love the scary all the way
2: I I think as well if you go to a party that's a fancy dress party you kind of remember who was there and what they were wearing but if you go to a party that doesn't have any of that it's not very memorable is it?
4: Absolutely not and the thing is like if anyone is any way creative like it's almost like a there's a thing about it where you want to show off your best that you can do and kind of be the best at the party. So, like, the, the work that people are putting into yeah. it is just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah.
2: And what about accessories then, Lux? So I see knives, I see blood, uh, bits of fingers, all that sort of stuff so yeah. is how important are the accessories oh. around the, around the, uh, the outfit
4: So I always think that Halloween is like the hottest night of the year because you're, you've got bits and pieces hanging off you um, and it genuinely you have to have the accessories to complete the look um, so everyone has got to got, get their extra extra bits you know whether it's the wig, you know the, the staff, anything like that yeah. so yeah it's great.
2: So then, next Tuesday, it's all been, it's all gone. Are you just bouncing into Christmas then? Is that how it works?
4: Oh, don't even talk to me about Christmas yet. I'm not there, Bobby. Um, yeah, that's basically how it works. We're going to take a day off, close the shop for the day, and then it's straight on to Christmas. But I don't even want to think about that yet.
2: <laughs> you heard it here, folks. I'm at the, the fun place in the Stevens Green shop, and I can tell you there are thousands of people here looking for Halloween costumes. And I want to thank Orla Gilson in there for showing me around because she's very busy and the last thing she needs to be doing is a radio interview in the middle of our shop. Thank you, Orla.
4: Thank you so much, Bobby. It's a lovely break.
2: So that was me out and about yesterday checking out the costumes. Uh, Just to remind our listeners, our guests are Ronan O'Brien of the Costumeshop.ie, Caroline Whelan, creator of the Galway Pumpkin Patch, and Carl O'Connor owner and creative director of the Nightmare Realm um, I've got a text in here saying would your guest have a Breaking Bad chemical suit uh, to rent or buy that comes from Jerry. what about that Ronan
1: yeah we've definitely got those on the website yeah. uh, they might uh, be generic versus uh, <laughs> the licensed version I
2: think or left and sox but yeah absolutely hop on to thecostumeshop.ie and look it up and the, what's popular this year like things like um, the, is it is it a kind of a shockability thing or what yeah. do people choose or, wh- a, a lot, tell a lot me a little of bit of about what people buy. A lot of it
1: reflects kind of what's what's suddenly come up on Netflix or Disney Plus or some of those. So the Buzz Lightyear film is huge amongst the kids. Uh, Scream was a big surprise. The Scream movies kind of came back. I think there was a remake done recently, and uh, we didn't see that one coming. But that was absolutely huge amongst both ad- the adults and the kids. And then in general, it's just like let's get really gory, zombies, lots of fake blood, fake scabs prosthetics—you know, liquid latex. It, it, they're really getting creative out there, yeah. and the kids just love that ability to to scare the adults, scare the teachers.
2: Yeah, and and the and I know this is this is your area, Carl. Special effects yeah. have come a long way, haven't they, over the years? So, what kind of stuff can you do now that you weren't able to do ten years ago? Yeah. To, uh, it's
3: the, how technology changed as her is changing is, has been unbelievable. Um, we've a very, very talented team of makeup artists working with us. I think we've about eight to ten artists, depending on the night, um, doing latex, silicone, um, all different types of prosthetics uh, and stuff that they're sculpting themselves. Yeah. Um, we're also, that's a
2: real art form, isn't oh,
3: it? It's, it's amazing yeah. you know, um, because people have different sized faces and heads, um, even the prosthetics are. Are made differently for the different type of people.
2: And I have a text in actually that I wanted to read, which is, What do your guests do for the rest of the year?
1: so so we're busy all year round I mean as soon as as soon as Christmas or Halloween goes Christmas is gone in fact I, I, we're a bit short staffed at the moment and I was at the packing desk and I must have packed over 100 Santa suits you know on Thursday so people are already getting ready for Christmas but let, let's get Halloween over first and then we go into kind of book week St. Patrick's Day Valentine's Day so there is something all year round it's just as an extremism of dressing up yeah. over Halloween and, and it's something to really embrace like this is an Irish holiday we should own this we should be going from the tourist board to be bringing people in in the same way people go to Salem in the US they should be coming to the original home of Halloween and I think we do ourselves a little bit of disservice by not pushing out not getting the zombie walks not making these events even bigger we're chatting your, your event is sold out this year Yeah. I mean yeah. let's just get a bigger venue like that's the first thing i think. Let, let's make it a, a walk too well,
2: when you say it's sold
3: out then you're running for how many days so 20 nights um, right. we started on the 7th of October and I think there was a little bit of um, you know tentative hesitancy as to what the show was going to be like, but the minute that people saw what it was like and the amount of people that... um wanted to come to the show, it just absolutely snowballed, and we're we're sold out right to the end now. And Um, how many
2: people can you accommodate every day?
3: um, Well, in total, we're probably doing around 30,000 people. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Um, We've had a lot of celebrities this year, an awful lot of influencers. Um, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly were at the event only a couple of weeks back when they were in Dublin. Um, We held a private show for them. So it's something that's growing. and, like we just said, yeah, Halloween is something that originated in Ireland and it's something that we're all very passionate about. But we're also trying to bring it to a new kind of level and a more modern level. Um, you know, we had kind of lost that, I think, maybe in the 70s and 80s. Uh, America had kind of taken taken
2: Halloween over. Well, but Halloween didn't really exist as it, a festival. It, it, it didn't like really. Was a, it was. Throw an apple into yeah. a bowl of water and that was pretty much yeah. it. but people, and, are, uh, people put their head into it. People
3: are embracing it now and they want it as their. You know, their Halloween night out. They want their festival of Halloween, and uh yeah, that's. And the is we're there to some do.
2: criticism? Maybe it's not a criticism, but it, that it's become Americanized, or is that um, you guys probably wouldn't agree with that? But do you know what? It, it's
1: fun, and this is the one thing we need more of in Ireland. We're supposed to be known for the crack, and we kind of have lost that during the good times. And it, what happens in the, the recessions? People look for ways to have fun. One of the really interesting things we've been seeing on the data on our side is companies now are placing orders for wigs and hats and just putting them on the desks for yeah. the. the for so everyone comes in they're all wearing a different wig they kind of have to reintroduce and work out who everyone is not just by the back of their head and like that
2: adds a little bit of fun a little bit of culture to yeah. it well know? I'm all for a bit of fun Caroline you're back with us I was wondering how many pumpkins you're growing at the pumpkin batch in Galway this year
0: oh a good few thousand Bobby I wouldn't even be able to put a figure right. on Like what um, the other man was saying there, apologies, I didn't catch his name, but... um, Uh, Ronan and Carl, yeah. Ronan, apologies, Ronan, yes. Uh, Like what Ronan said, it's just getting bigger and bigger every year.
2: And tell me about the biggest pumpkin. How big would that be?
0: Oh, huge. Um, The biggest one you could find now, nearly the size of a a bale of hay.
2: (laughs) Oh, Jenny. Wow, that's... uh, And how long does it take to grow a pumpkin?
0: So there's... Be planted, it would be germinated for about three weeks and then it would be planted into the ground in May. So we're talking maybe about five months then until it would be harvested.
2: Right. And what happens all the pumpkins then next week or the week after? Do they all get sold? Because I know my own wife Mary does some really creative stuff with pumpkin soups and all sorts of things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, well you can do I suppose, many different things, like soup would be a great way because you're using up the inside of it as well. But um, yeah, I suppose it's just, it's got so big now, it started out as something very, very small. I think a friend of mine said to me before, she didn't even realise that pumpkins actually grew in Ireland, whereas now, you know, to get your pumpkin at Halloween has become a massive thing for families, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, And, and also the same question to you Caroline, what do you do for the rest of the year?
0: Um, Well, I have three uh, babies under two, Bobby, so they keep me busy at the moment. I'd say they do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a full-time job in itself. Well, listen, well done for doing what you're doing. It sounds really innovative. Someday I'll get down to you and have a look at it. Bobby, we'd absolutely love to have you here and it's a pleasure to speak to you. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you, That's Caroline Whelan there, creator of the Galway Pumpkin uh, Patch. Uh, Lots of texts coming in. Your guests are right. You have so many spooky old houses and folklore in Ireland. We need to do more with Halloween as we've got great capacity. That comes in from Jeremy. Thank you for that, Jeremy. Can Uh, I just say there, Bobby? Absolutely, Caroline.
3: It's something that we're very passionate about. We talked there a second ago about the Americanization of Halloween. But... When we were talking about pumpkin carving, that actually originated from the Irish people that left during the famine times. You know, um, Irish people used to carve turnips and that whole tradition of carving pumpkins came from. Irish people who yeah. went to America and, and gave so the that. So turnip proceeds the pumpkin. It definitely does, but it's a lot harder to uh, carve a turnip.
2: <laughs> you heard it here, folks. A big thanks to my guests, Ronan O'Brien of the thecostumeshop.ie, Caroline Whelan, the creator of the Galway Pumpkin Patch, and Carl O'Connor, owner and creative director of the Nightmare Round. Thank you all and a happy Halloween to you all and every success in your respective businesses.